Do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Are you trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones? If so, then this is the show for you. Hosted by me, Jimmy Gonzalez, and Devon Watts, two business startup coaches on with the knowledge that financial independence equals social independence. And our mission is to help you not just start a business, but scale it and keep it by providing the X's and O's of business creation and expansion. So join us as we share our experiences, tell stories of entrepreneurial success and failures, and break down lessons learned from sports entertainment. But don't worry, this is not a sports podcast. This is an Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back, Uncompromising Entrepreneurs, our Uncompromising family. Of course, this is another episode of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. We have another MBA series mentored by Adversity Session, yes, uh, that we are excited to bring to to you out there. Uh, again, our uncompromising family. We have Anthony Walker with us today. Uh, he is a published author, uh, owner of Finance Friday. Uh, we'll definitely let him get into into the details of all of those different things that he does uh, and. Just the main focus that he has for our people out there so that we know that you're going to get a lot out of uh, today's episode. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of nuggets that are going to be dropped. Um, but again, we're excited about that. If you are a new listener, then welcome. Again, this is a, a great episode for you to, to really tap into what our show is all about. And if you're a loyal listener, thank you for continuing to ride with us. If you're new or if you're loyal, you know what to do. Um, hit the like button of this episode. Subscribe to the podcast if you have not done that already. Uh, and the third thing, if you are so inclined, leave us a comment, leave a review. Either one is fine with us, um, even though we really do appreciate comments because uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think about the episode, what you think about the things that Anthony is going to be sharing with us. Uh, and that is your opportunity to engage in the conversation as well. If you're watching this, the vidcast on our YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that little bell button so you're always alerted when we drop new videos. Uh, and again, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about this episode. We would love, love, love to hear from you. So, gentlemen, I'm excited. What's good? Hey. I got two. I got two Anthony's with me. I got. I was gonna say two Anthony's. I did actually. I didn't say yes. This is Jimmy Gonzalez (laughs) Jr., Coach Jimmy G, always with my co-host Anthony Devon Watch Jr. And then yes, we have Anthony Walker with us. So fellas, how we doing today? I'm doing well. So real quick, uh, Devon, do you go by Anthony or do you go by Devon? I feel like you go by both. (laughs) Is that real? So I. Yeah, that is real. So I do go by both because I'm a junior. So Anthony Sr., Tony Sr., right? That's Pops. Um, so I go by Devon, uh, my middle name. We literally have the exact same name. So I'm a true junior. It's Anthony Devon Watts Sr., Anthony Devon Watts Jr. Right. Uh, for our listeners out there, if you want to make it even more complicated and just be like, all right, nah, this boy, he just got multiple personalities. My family actually calls me TJ, everybody in my family, for Tony Jr., TJ. So that's how I know how I know you. Like, depending on how you call me. So, TJ, oh, all right, you can to me. Devon, you probably met me as an adult, right? Anthony, you 
probably some type of government official or somebody like <laughs> is real official, right? <laughs> and Tony, we probably went to like grade school together. So that's how I gauge how I know people in relationships. But yes, either way, Anthony Devon is absolutely fun. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on today. I'm, I'm excited to tap in with some entrepreneurs, um, some brothers that's very aligned in a lot of different ways. 100%. 100%. Um, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, I like the shirt that you have on right now for our listeners out there. Oh. Black wealth. That's some of the things that we're going to be talking about. Um, so let, let's start, you know, again, kind of with the um, with the beginning and just, you know, let us learn a little bit about you personally and professionally. Yeah. So um, Anthony Walker is my name. I'm from San Diego, California. I'm actually uh, I'm actually my father's youngest son. He had 12 children. I don't know. Or he has 12. Well, he's. He birthed 12, well, there were 12 children birthed, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah. I was the youngest out of all of them. I also have a little brother uh, from my mother, so, you know, we deep. Uh, okay. I'm not sure if I said it, I'm from San Diego, California. I currently reside mm-hmm. in Oakland, California. Um, I'm I'm just a, I'm an entrepreneur, man. Like, I, I think it was kind of written for me to be that way based on my, my, my family's circumstances, based on, like, the, the focus and the mission of my family. I think I have a real unique story in that like a lot of a lot of this was embedded in me. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of a lot of what I think I do and have going on is is a continuation of the generation before me for sure. Maybe a couple of generations back, I don't really know, but I know the generation before me for sure kind of paved the way. Um and my family's like a big influence um in in, in my from a career perspective, from from just being an entrepreneur and just having that mindset definitely came from my family um lost my job during the pandemic and that's kind of when i pivoted and decided like this is the direction that i'm going in hopefully forever okay hey no man so um there's a couple of things that you, you just kind of mentioned that i'm definitely i definitely want to hear a, a lot more about but you're right in the sense that it's, you know, aligned with kind of, you know, what we value, what we champion, right? We talk about, you know, again, pursuing purpose, creating profits, right? Building a legacy. We talk about the impact of generations, the influence of generations. And so to hear you say like, hey, this was kind of written for me. This entrepreneurial lifestyle was written for me. This is a continuation of what the previous generation has already started to instill in me. Right. Um, and so I think that's super, super powerful. I want to dig into that just a little bit more, man. Can you highlight for us just like, what do you mean by that in terms of like the generation that preceded you? Like, what did you see in terms of their entrepreneurial focus or lessons that you received, um, that, um, you know, uh, sit with you today uh, on your entrepreneurial walk? Yeah. So for me, it's, it's interesting because I started my company finance Friday as like a video series where I just, um, talked about just different principles around business, entrepreneurship, finance, investing, right? And the the way that those principles, a lot of these principles were originally given to me from my parents, my mother, and my father. Um, but I didn't realize the impact or the power of them until really pretty much the pandemic. What happened is I started, I started, uh, st- I actually started studying for a life insurance test, right? Um, and I got my life insurance license, but during the test, I realized like what these life insurance companies do is they take our premiums every month and they just invest them in the stock market. And then by the time we die, they have no problem returning back to a sum of the money because they already ran up a bag by investing our premiums. 
So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. pandemic. I got a little bit of time. I'm like, what? Like, what's up with this stock market thing? Like, I never really had a real, you know what I'm saying, like perspective on what exactly was going on there. So I kind of did a deep dive. I started studying like fundamental analysis in the stock market, right? It was like my entry point. And when I started studying fundamental analysis, I realized that a lot of the things that these professional, you know what I'm saying, high level people in, 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 in the highest market in the world, right, were talking about were lessons my parents already taught me. So like mm. one of the first things, one of the first things I realized is when, you, when you're doing fundamental analysis, one of the first things you look at is what's a company's savings or, or cash on hand is called on the on the on the the ten k or whatever. Um, and my dad always told me, uh, pay yourself first because the mother folks already have some money. And his main point was make sure you save a percentage of what you make. And he always told me that. So I'm like, okay, that's one one you know clear example. Like, I, okay, I, that makes sense. I, I see the connection, right? Okay. Then the second thing that you look at is you look at the balance sheet and you look at the assets versus liabilities. And, you know, you minus the, the assets minus the liabilities equal uh, your book value or whatever, whatever, the, what the company's worth, basically. Um, so I'm like, OK, because my dad always told me, he, he always said, um, get a truck, like always have a truck instead of a car because a truck is an asset, a car is a liability. So I'm like, hold on, bro. This is sounding like real familiar. It's almost like they like they took this info, like this already information that's embedded in me. These are things my parents always tell me. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I, I realized how powerful the information that had been sharing with me my whole life was. And I wanted other people to make those same connections because my parents um, that, you know, they were street hustlers. You know what I'm saying? Not to tell their, I don't want to tell their story for them. But in the 80s, they, you know, they did really well. Um, I was born in 88, so I missed the time that they were doing really well. But I've heard, you know, I've heard the stories. It's, it's, it's wild, right? Uh, you know, in a, in a lot of different ways. But I said, oh, okay. so it was kind of like a, a, another aha moment on top of aha moments. Was like we already have this access to this type of information in our communities, but we just haven't made the connection between this information and the highest levels of business where they're really teaching this at, where they're supposedly experts and where they're gatekeeping. You know what I'm saying? It, it feels like a lot of mm-hmm. gatekeeping. Right. And I, I just felt like at that point it was it became my mission to make plain the the you know what i'm saying these principles that 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 are foundation to a lot of our the way we look at entrepreneurship but also the highest the, the biggest companies in the world the same way that they they view it as well so to me it was just about making a connection no man what i like about that was powerful right is like you you talked about like you were going through this process of you know, really learning and getting licensed in a new, another financial tool, one that, Mm -hmm. you know, anybody who is well off or talks about, you know, building your wealth, they talk about the value of life insurance, of how you can use that as a financial vehicle in order to open up opportunities for yourself. There's a bunch of books out there about it. I know Jimmy put me on a couple he's read through and stuff like that. Right. And as you're consuming this content that's supposed to be literally like the highest level of financial acumen and insights, you realize, bro, these are the same lessons that, you know, my dudes has been teaching me my entire life. And so what it does is it, it almost, it almost, um, grounds us in the fact that the, the ability, right. The ability to, 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 determine our wealth, to drive our wealth, to create generational wealth is a lot more accessible 
from a skill and a knowledge perspective than we even give ourselves credit for, right? Because this is what our parents were doing in order to make sure that at the end of the month, right, the 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 ends met, right? Um, and so I, I think that that's super dope just to hear that. The other thing I think about too, right, is like you talked about the fact that like, you know, these same concepts that, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, at our cultural level um, of how to run a business or to be, you know, financially prudent apply at the highest levels of um, business. Right. Um, and it almost feels like I don't I can't help but think about the analogy of like the rules. So if anybody out there is listening to play cards, cards, right, like the rules to playing poker is no different whether you're playing with your family or you're playing at the World Series of Poker. The only difference is what table they allow you to sit at, right? And 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 what and what bag is in the middle that you're playing for, right? But the fundamentals of you know what I mean, what hand wins what, when should you you know double down, when should you fold, and stuff like it's the same, right? And so I think what you're really getting at is. You know, these things that seem out of reach are far from that. Right. And how do we how do we share that information in a way that's more meaningful, that we can connect with, that we can resonate with so that we all understand as a culture. Right. As a people that the information is right there at our fingertips. And how now how can I apply it in my day to day in terms of what I'm building uh, as an entrepreneur for my family, for generational wealth, the whole nine. So I think that's super, super, super dope, man, that you were able to have kind of those aha moments and draw those parallels. Nah, I, I appreciate it. It's a trip, bro, because it really changed like the full traje- trajectory of my life. Um, really making a decision to get on camera and share these things. That was the hardest part. And I kind of told my family, like my sister, a couple of my sisters, my brother, and my mom, my parents a little bit, my mom a little bit, not really my dad. He kind of seen the final product. But uh, the, the biggest thing, honestly, was just it took a lot of courage just to get on, on camera and, and, and feel like what I had to say was valuable enough for anybody to care. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was the, 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 the pre-work a little bit. And, I you know, I did a couple of test runs and, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I had to, you know, touch it up. But long story short, it it it, it, it literally changed the tra- trajectory of my life. Just just making a decision to get on camera and share what I what I felt like was valuable information, um, and we've been we've been running ever since. Like literally running ever since, though. So that's that's the part that that I want to kind of dig a little bit deeper into too. Is you know you you had that that moment uh, of clarity where you you realize how important this is for you. And and remember, well, damn, like my, my folks have been teaching me these things all along. I need to get a better grasp and understanding and then start to apply it, which is phenomenal. That's one thing. But you even took it a step further because you could have been doing that and mm-hmm. not been on on Instagram or doing the, the, the additional things that you've done that we're going to get into. Um, you could have just been making your own moves, but you decided that, nah, like I feel like I need to share this with others. What really sparked that for you, uh, especially knowing that, yeah, it took some courage to, to put yourself out there. You know, what really um, sparked you to say, I, I, I have to share this information with other people outside of my family and the folks that I know, really sharing it with the world? 
Yeah, and the crazy part about what you just said is I would probably be a lot further along financially if I'd have made the decision to just just take these principles and apply them to my life and, and, and <laughs> everybody else. Like I probably would be a lot further along at this point. Um, nobody's ever put it to me like that though. So uh, thank you for reminding me of that. But nah, I, to be honest, to be honest, like I, I think that I like I've grown up pretty selflessly and that I've had a lot of brothers and sisters. Like really, I grew up, grew up with with my my older sister, my younger brother, and we just we shared everything. Like that's my life. Like I seen my mom. Mm. Like growing up, my there was a lot of times where my mom couldn't quite take care of us, right? Um, and there basically community kind of raised us at, at certain part, certain points in our lives. Um, and I kind of talk about my mom and how she she she's the one that helped me come up with the term love is currency by watching her love on people right just like literally i remember her like rubbing people's feet you know what i'm saying like just rubbing people's mom's feet and those be the same the same people that took us in when we didn't really have nowhere to go like that so like i realized then that like the most powerful thing we have to give is love and it's even more valuable than money in a lot of ways because when we didn't have money love really showed up for us so i think that and, and and the crazy thing is like full circle is like by the time by the time I was like in high school, you know, high school time, like my mom ended up being the same thing for like a whole lot of people. Like she took in a whole lot of young folks my whole high school, junior high, high school life um, because and it was just very full circle. And it really gave me the perspective of like the giver and the receiver. You know what I'm saying? I've seen the power mm. in, in both of those people in the relationship. And so for me, like, there's just a natural, like, selflessness. And I don't say that to be like, you know, like, try to put myself, mm -hmm. like, I'm just more selfless. Like, no, no. A lot of it, it really just is like, I recognize what the power of being selfless. I recognize what we get back when we give. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. So, I, you know, I'm not saying it's completely I don't know. Is that selfish? Is it selfless? I don't know. But that's just the way that I, I came up. You know what I'm saying? You give and you receive. Like when I came home with some food, for sure I was I came home with enough for my little brother or my sister or what like that's just what we but when they came home with some food, it was the same thing. So I just that's just the way that I kinda am wired, I guess, or the way I grew up. I think trauma mm -hmm. trauma made me do it, I guess. And then uh, you know what I'm saying? I guess that I think that mentality is kind of embedded in me. So when it was time to to go on this journey, it only made sense for me to go on this journey with other people. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what they say, man, I, and I appreciate your um, your vulnerability, bro. You was not lying before we got started. You were talking about like you know you think you have a very um, you know just unique, compelling story. Like, let me clarify for you: you absolutely have a very compelling, unique story, bro. It's, it's beautiful to hear. Um, and it's beautiful to hear just kind of how these pieces have come together and to see kind of the fruit of that. Right. Um, but, you know, they say that, um, you know, uh, pain births power, you know, and right. like, you know, what you were what you were sharing around, like, you know, I think, you know, maybe trauma made me do it. Uh, everything you're talking about, man, is literally like the epitome of the power of community. Right. Um, and, um you know, you got, I don't know how, you know, like how you got the deal structured or whatever. Cause I know you got your, your, your whole business like buttoned up tight, but mom must be getting some type of royalty or something. Cause that love is currency. That's, that's that boy. That's a bar and a half, like <laughs> for real, for real. Right. But, um, it puts it all in perspective, right? Because, uh, 
you know, love in the form of giving, love in the form of sharing information, love in the form of support, right, can be more valuable than just somebody cutting a check at times. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I don't need your financial investment. What I need is your emotional investment. What I need is your mental investment, your spiritual investment to help me unlock whatever that next level is for myself, man. And so um, I can see kind of the the seeds of you know what you know what you've you've built um you know since you had that epiphany post you know pandemic and and the and the whole nine i can see those seeds just kind of peppered throughout your life experiences you know what i mean um of what you've seen um play out what has literally helped you and your family your loved ones get to the next day and the next check and the next moment you know what i mean and Oh uh, man, that's just, that's powerful as hell, man. It's powerful as hell, bro. I, I really, again, just really appreciate the, you know, the hyper transparency. I mean, you sharing that, that part of your story, man, but I can definitely see, um, how it's molded you to be the entrepreneur, the man, the visionary that you are today. Now, I, I appreciate that. Just a little bit on the business, man. I, you know, I don't always talk about the business, but we, we just got a, we just got the trademark for love is currency, uh, like, like a week or two ago. We just, we just, that was the first sample that, or the first trademark that cleared. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? That was a beautiful, a beautiful moment for my family. Definitely for my mom. Um, my plan, I haven't done it yet, but my plan is to somehow put that, put, put the trademark into a trust. Um, and, and I think we, I think we're going to do it like that to where we, you know, we sit down, round table it, sit down and, and figure out like what the plan is for this particular asset. Um, you know, and love is currency is the first. It's the first trademark to to come through, but we it's a couple it's it's some more coming down the pipe too. Yeah. And the goal is the goal is like the goal is like really create verticals around these different sayings, right? Um, and on, on some level, I'm not you know maybe some of the maybe some of the stuff won't happen in my lifetime. Uh, maybe it'll be for the next generation to carry out, but I, I I definitely see a vision. You know what I'm saying? I definitely see a vision, man. Well, that's where that legacy comes in, man. You're building a legacy for future generations, right? And you're taking what you've learned from previous generations and paying it forward. And that's what it's all about. Um, so I, I appreciate that, man, because it just it speaks to 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 the love that you have. And, and we know, right, that, man, the more the more I give, um, hopefully, you know, God willing, right, like I'm going to get things back. So. That's what it to me. That's what you've been doing, right? You say, "Hey, I've been learning all all of these these different nuggets, these gems. Like, let me start sharing this, not just with my family, but with other people too." Um, so let's let's get into that 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 piece as well. When we when we when we talk about um, the the actual brand itself, and uh, we look at Finance Friday. Uh, how did how did that come about? Was it did it start? Uh, as the these um, conversation series is that you've been doing, um, obviously you have uh, a, a merchandise line as well. So I'm interested to hear a little bit about how that got started and, and kind of where you're at right now with Finance Friday. Yeah, so probably three weeks into these to into these the conversations, and they were called Finance Friday originally, right? That was the, the name. Like on Friday, we're going to talk about finance, um, and probably three or four weeks in, I'm not sure when the decision was made, but I. But I know probably four four weeks in, um, I realized that I'm talking to these people about business. I need to also have something to demonstrate as well. 
And by then I had a couple of the, you know, a couple of the main pay yourself first was already. That was like the first thing I spoke on. Love is currency was one of the first things I spoke on. Um, Buying land was one of the first things I spoke on. So I was like, I should just put these statements on T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? And I was doing a lot of work to like, how do I title this video? Or You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that started to become like, you know, the calling cards of what I was doing. So I was like, let me just create statement T-shirts. Um, and, and start selling shirts that are connected to, to, to the principles that I'm talking about. And it, it truly happened organically. I didn't have no like grand plan or vision beyond that, but I just thought it was a cool way to demonstrate the stuff that I was talking about. Um, and I feel like for me, like there was, there were like the people carried it, you know what I'm saying? From there forward, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like there was like a real solid demand um, for the shirts, um, I, I felt like it made sense. I was on camera talking every Friday. I had my shirts on. You could buy them here. Like it just made perfect sense. I mean, there was a lot of people kind of like chimed in at that at that moment at that point in time. So uh, yeah, that's that's how Finance Friday was birthed. And to be honest, it was largely like largely it's been a merchandise company for like the last. I, I think we're going going on two years. Um, nice. Going on two years, like in May, actually. I, I, in May, it'll be two years since we've been selling merch. And it's really been a merchandise company for a large part of this time um, exclusively. Like, I, I definitely, you know, have dabbled in different things. And, you know, I'll be hustling. I'm just a hustler by nature. So I've been, you know, to bought a couple different assets and tried my hand at a couple things. Some are going well, some have failed completely. Um, but the core business has been the merchandise. Um, up until December, I just, you know what I'm saying, dropped for pre-sale my children's book. So that's actually been the second product from Finance Friday has been that children's book that you all um, have seen. Oh, man, I can't. So I can't wait to dive in a little bit more about the children's book um, for sure. I really want to hear kind of the inspiration behind that and, um, you know, just what the process was like, man. But, you know, one of the things I just wanted to highlight, too, is. You know, we we we've talked about this before in our podcast with some of you know with a lot of our entrepreneurs where we talk about like yeah you absolutely need to make sure that you are you know taking the time to plan like plan out your business plan out your strategy plan out your approach, but that doesn't mean right that doesn't mean that you don't follow your instincts as an entrepreneur right and that you don't give yourself the flexibility to be able to pivot, right? Cause that's the real strength as an entrepreneur is your ability to like continue to solve the next problem that's in front of you. We did a whole episode where we called back to, um, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the movie, the Martian with Matt Damon, right? So the, the, the whole premise is he goes, you know, he's an astronaut. He goes off to Mars. He ends up getting stranded on Mars, right? The, um, the NASA can't send another rescue flight back, for like several months. And so he has to, as a scientist, figure out how do I survive until they can come back and scoop me. Right. And you literally like the whole movie is about him just solving the problem that's in front of him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this bigger thing is I need to get home, but I can't even think about that right now. Cause that's, you know, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12, 18 months away. So like, how do I just solve for like getting water today? 
and, you know, being able to have sustainable food and making sure that I have air, like just those problems. Right. And so i really feel like, you know, we really feel like that movie is a great example of like what we were called to do at times as entrepreneurs is, yeah, we may have this plan, this bigger plan, but the timing or the resources or whatever, like it's not ready to execute on that broad vision. So like, how do I just solve the problem that's in front of me today? And as you walk through kind of the evolution of Finance Fridays, right, it sounds to me like you were just like literally just solving the problem that was in front of you and taking in um, feedback and then, you know, being discerning and, you know, applying some things, pivoting in other places, trying out different verticals, right? But um, it all still comes back down to you being clear eyed on the fact that, well, the, the marketing and the branding has to be kind of that, that through line, right? Like we're a merchandising company right now. We know that I want to build businesses around these concepts, right? So you're going to get these shirts, you can get the, the branding, right? And then, yeah, I'm going to have conversations and I'm going to make sure that I brand those conversations accordingly. And I'm going to make sure that I'm wearing the merchandising that supports these conversations that we're talking about. And then I'm building this business that demonstrates these these principles and these concepts that we're talking about on a regular basis. And now that I've continued to hit you over the head with these these, um, you know, kind of these core principles, uh, financial literacy and black wealth. Now those are going to tie into this, this book, right? Like we're going to get real financially literal, <laughs> like literacy, literacy, cause I'm going to write a book around that, those concepts, right? And introduce it as early as possible to, to kids. So like, um, I think that, you know, kind of your story is a, a, a real testament or validation for some of our entrepreneurs out there that are listening and they're saying like, yeah, man, you may want to build this beautiful big thing, right? And you should absolutely plan and work towards that, but don't forget to listen to your instincts and just solve the problem that's in front of you today. And if you just continue to do that and you string that along enough, right, you go from turning on a camera and finance Fridays to now published author, you know, um, you know, multiple, multiple, um, you know, um, you know, uh, various SKUs and your merchandise, you know, your merchandising, I've seen hoodies, I've seen shirts, I've seen a whole nine different categories to this idea of this, you know, this trust built around the brand. And, um, and like, man, it's just dope too. Like you guys, you know, I don't know if you guys are listening out there, but you hear Ann talking about the fact that, Hey, there's some concepts that are tied to this brand that it may not even be for this generation to do It's for the next generation to do, but that's the foresight. That that you know, we we talk about and we champion as an entrepreneur, man. So just super super dope to hear. Nah, I, pre- I appreciate that, bro. And that's really what it what it has been. A lot of putting one foot in front of the other. And I'm also like a compulsive builder too. So like I've 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 definitely ventured into a lot of different things. But one thing that I haven't done it over like over the last two years, I haven't compromised the brand. You know what I'm saying? That's something I actually never really haven't really thought about much till right now. Like I've never push certain things like i've never i've never put my weight behind anything unless i believe that it was in alignment with finance friday um and that's one thing that no matter what i got going on who i am right you can't say as far as the brand is concerned um it's it's pure on a certain like to an extent right so uh i appreciate a lot of what you said brought like jog like made that clear for me so i appreciate you for that 
that's why we have you on the show because you obviously are an uncompromising entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, a, a, a compromising brand, baby. A dub. <laughs> um, one thing that I, I don't want to let slide by either, especially for our, our listeners out there, because we may have somebody that is thinking about being an entrepreneur, maybe thinking about starting a business or even a merchandising business, and, and they haven't just started yet. <clears throat> or to the point that you made. You know that you you you've tried a few different things and you failed at some. Mm-hmm. We all fail, you know what I mean, or we all have things that don't necessarily turn out the way that we expect it. And I don't know one entrepreneur that doesn't have some type of story like that. You know where mm-hmm. I grinded, I did this, uh, and maybe I saw some success, but not as much, or I didn't see the level of success, and then something else popped off, or or I adapted and went another way, um, and then. All of a sudden, you see this person, but man, there's a whole history of things that they've done in the past that has allowed them to get to where they're at right now, uh, and that's definitely, you know, what I see in in your story as well, um, and that's that's part of it. Going back to to the movie that Devon was talking about, as he's solving those problems, there was a whole bunch of obstacles and things that derailed mm-hmm. what he was trying to do that didn't work, and it's like, all right, well. Now I have to do something a little bit different. I have to adapt. I have to adjust. Uh, and that's part of building. That's part of, of the life of an entrepreneur is knowing that there's, there's going to be obstacles, but there's going to be times where it just doesn't work out the way that you thought. Um, but you never know. You know That might be God leading mm-hmm. you to something even bigger that he has in store for you. So um, Yeah, for sure, man. So, and sometimes, like going back to even the poker analogy too, man, like sometimes you just got to – you know, you throw like you make the bet and you play the hand just to get the information. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you know, what I mean, I don't got the strongest hand, but mm-hmm. uh, let me see. I, I need to learn about my opponent. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll call. And all right, cool. I lost this hand, but I got information now. And that information is going to make me better for the next hand and the hand after that and the hand after that. So, yeah, sometimes you just got to play the hand, take the bet. You know what I mean? You know you're going to lose it, but you you got the information. And that's where the real value is, right, at the end of the day. So, um, so yeah, man. So let's pivot a little bit, man. Just talk, talk to us a little bit, man, about your journey as an author, right? Like, um, man, you talk about, um, you know, uh, uh, a hell of a growth, you know, from, you know, you know, two years ago, pandemic, lost job. Hey, I think I'm going to sell insurance to boom, two years later, published author. You know what I mean? Like walk us through that, man. Like, how did you, how did you land on, you know, that, you know, that being the kind of the next move for you, for the brand. And then just kind of, what was that process like? You know, obviously, you know, being a first time author and, you know, self-publishing and the whole nine. Yeah. So I'm actually not, well, I'm independently published, but I'm not self-published, right? So the way that the book came about was I always knew I was going to do a a book, a Finance Friday book, right? And I'm still going to, but it's a a completely different concept. So I'm going to do a book. I don't want to take too much time on it, but I always knew I was going to do a book, right? It's all good. I'm 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 going to write a book called The 12 Principles of Financial Freedom, but that's not, that's here nor there right there, right? But I always knew that there was going to be a book. Um, I, I definitely didn't have this concept here, right? But my my cousins, so my 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 niece's mother, um, her name is Chelsea Moreland. I grew up with Chelsea. She has a twin named Channing Moreland. Um, they were always like the twins in San Diego. Like growing up, those were my generation's the twins, right? Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful women. Um, we used to run track together when we were younger, and basically. Uh, and, and you know we have a real good relationship. 
her daughter's my niece. Like, I love her daughter. Like, she's mine. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, they wrote a book about five years five years ago called B is for Black Girl and another book called B is mm-hmm. for Black Boy, right? Um, so they've been building and I've been just supportive and appreciate, appreciative of what they've been doing this whole time. Um, but as I was going through this Finance Friday, doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm well known at this point. Anywhere I go, like, finance, like somebody's going to say Finance Friday or Love is Currency or Black Wealth, like, it's going to come up, right? That's just part of what I, that's part of my personal brand at this point as well. Um, but long story short, she was talking, she she had wrote a book for, like, a, a Nipsey Hustle book. Um, and the book was, like, about manifestation and, like, how his lyrics were could be used as like tools for manifestation but she was actually going through like the proper channels and like um i don't think she personally met with the family but she had like some meetings set up with the family she had somebody that was like a go-between so she she kind of approached me like well um we already got this book it's looking like it's about to be be greenlit right like it's looking like it's a go um why don't we create why don't you write a book about finances attached like you know what i'm saying a similar book Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, like no problem. And in my mind, I was like, it was work for hire almost. Like I was gonna write the book. Like mm-hmm. we were gonna decide later what we were gonna do. Like it was gonna be what it's gonna be. Like that's my family. Like I wasn't even tripping off of it like that. But I was like, mm-hmm. let's do it. So we kind of started to do it. We started to conceptualize it. Um, I actually, I probably still got it in my. I'm sure I still got it in my Google Drive. Um, but you know, we started working on it. But over time, you could kind of tell that her like the meeting she thought she was going to get and the people that she spoke to, it never really materialized into like an official thing. And, um, as that kind of happened, we it just kind of died out. It just fizzled. Right. It just kind of died on the vine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we kind of moved on and maybe like, I'm not sure how many months after I was like, well, listen, like you already have a dope concept. Why don't we just take your concept and, 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 and like, use my content to create a book around you know what i'm saying black like like mm-hmm. my brand is black wealth right so like the name of the book is called b is for black wealth um so it just made perfect sense like once we kind of put two and two together and we were like yeah like for me like a big a big part of what everything that i i'm wanting to do and working towards doing it and am doing is like community like how could i help you make money as you help me make money how could i you know what I'm saying? Give give you opportunities as you give me opportunities. So to me, it just made perfect sense. And it was like my first big partnership. Um, and just based on like the family ties and based on the concept that they already had that I thought was dope and added a lot of value to what I had going on. And based on the, the, the content that I had, it added a lot of value to what they had going on. So we just, we pursued it. Uh, and it's been, it took about, it probably took like a, it probably took from like last March, till november december till the book was completely done where we had a sample in hand um you know what i'm saying it looked beautiful you know what i'm saying we, we, we spent some good money to get like a, a real dope a real dope illustrator um and yeah at this point we're just pushing we're still in our pre-sale phase but uh the book should be here within the next month or so so uh yeah we're super excited to just get it into the hands of the people for sure yeah, man. No, that's dope. Well, one, uh, we're going to make sure that uh, for our listeners out there, um, we're going to drop the pre-sell, the pre-sell link in the show notes. Um, make sure that you guys uh, hit that up immediately. Um, I know that we've, you know, we've, um, you know, provided, uh, 
a couple of recommended reading uh, over the, over the past couple of seasons. Um, and this definitely sounds like something you want to get your hands on, uh, from what Ant is sharing, man. But what I love too is, um, again, man, just another example, bro. Just like how, you know, um, you know, entrepreneurs, just the consummate problem solvers. You know what I mean? Like we just pivot, you know, feel me? Like, all right, she's having these conversations. She thinks that, you know, she has a deal that's going to be close to green lit that obviously is tied to a really, really big brand. Um, you know, obviously really, really, um, you know, impactful, important, you know, personality to the culture. Um, right. And <clears throat> what's so dope too, is like, you've gotten to see firsthand how, They've, they've already navigated these spaces and found success having already published two prior books. And now you have just kind of this wealth of content that you can bring to their platform, for lack of a better term, right? And marry those two together. And like you said, both eat, you know what I mean? Like both of you guys have an opportunity to eat off of it. it again, it's just, it's your life experiences manifested here, you know, you know, as an entrepreneur, it comes back to the community again. It's like, you know what I mean? If if my neighbor, you know, if if I got the size of my neighbor got the protein, we got a meal between us. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of the day, and looking at it that way, looking at what can I bring to the table, and you bring to the table, and now we've multiplied, you know, kind of um, what's on our plate. Um, it's just super super dope, and you know how you know you were undeterred even when that opportunity kind of fell through with whatever else they were working on, right? For you to come and say, well, look, you already have this brand, you already have this, you know, take my content, and now let's let's publish another one, right? Let's let's run it back, let's publish another one with this theme, um, and you know, um, obviously to see you know how um, you know, like you said, right? Uh, this is this is how you can tell you're a builder. Um, for sure, because, you know, builders, you know, um, as entrepreneurs, builders, the things that, um, we romanticize, like we fall in love with is when, uh, ideation meets actualization. Mm. Right. And you heard him, uh, mention like when he was talking about it, right. He lit up. He's like, man, you know, um, you know, you know, we actually, I got the book. It's, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like we spent some good money. It's beautiful. Like you can just see in his eye, he was holding it, like looking at it, the shine, the gloss, like, yeah, man, this ideation just became actualization. Like I built this. It's in my hand. It's tangible. Um, and that's one of the most rewarding, most fulfilling feelings you can have as an entrepreneur, man. So, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's just super, super dope to hear how, um, you know, kind of you guys, um, you know, you guys ended up landing on this and now look at you, you know what I mean? You're a published offer, bro. That's, that's, that's super dope. Appreciate it, bro. 100%. B is for blackwealth.com. Again, we will make sure that the link is in the show notes. Do not miss out. Um, we've been dropping some some really good um, just information and, and learning content for our folks out there, especially for our folks that in some form or fashion, you got some children in your life that, that need to learn a little something. Um We've been having some conversations over the last couple of episodes uh, about my stepmom, who's also dropped a, a children's book recently. Um, so it's it's cool to see that, man. And, you know, just learning about that process and, and what that looks like. Um, as we've been going through the conversation, again, I, I appreciate your your transparency. I was like, man, I didn't necessarily think about that. Or you guys, you know, you're kind of spawning, uh, spurring that thought for me. Um the title we we have our podcast our show is in seasons the title of of this season um really had to do with you know taking um these these goals that you have and um 
What's the term I'm looking for, Devon? Um, resolution. Thank you. Resolution to, to results. Thank you. Uh, one of hashtag old man issues moments. Um, <laughs> but as as the season has gone by, we've we've somewhat just naturally have somewhat fallen away from that focus. I love the fact that we have just been discussing community in so many different ways, how it's been showing up in, in our lives um, recently with obviously the community in which we're involved in, which is how we, we got, you know, met you and got connected with you. But even just listening to these stories that you're telling us and about family and about community and like, man, it, it takes a village, bro. It takes a village. And it's, it's a, it's a blessing when, you're able to do things with other people, people who are are special to you, people you've grown up with, people that are from your neighborhood and your family, and we're able to do things where we can create stuff that in some form or fashion is leaving a legacy. Nobody's ever going to be able to take that away, right? Like y'all have come together, put your 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 content, your what was in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit on paper, and y'all created something that you can open up, but little kids can open up. I'm about to buy some too. You know what I mean? That we can share. I got nephews, I got nieces that mm-hmm. that need to hear those things. Yeah, all my boys yeah, gonna hear. Yeah, you know what I mean. All so my boys gonna hear. Um, one that's just a beautiful thing, and again, it, it just it really uh, it just continues to to prove the point on how powerful community is and, and and we know like that's what god intended you know he never he didn't intend us to live alone to go through this life alone he presents himself in 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 the form of community and that's an example for us to live our lives in that in that way as well man so um i, I appreciate your story and what you're telling us and, and what you're teaching us about um because it, it it brings me back to to those different concepts that have been just um you know, woven within all of our episodes over the last probably five weeks now. So it's really dope, man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely been a theme for, you know, what I'm building. Um, you know, sometimes we lose, you know what I'm saying? Like, to like we were talking a little bit earlier about, like, I think Devon was like, yeah, bro, I see. I can tell, like, you, you know where you're going kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But the hard part the hard part for me, right? Like this first off, decision fatigue is a real thing as an entrepreneur, just continually having to make decisions. That's why Facts. at this point I am, um, I think I have created like more of a, uh, a, a slow decision-making process or like a methodical decision-making process. I'll try to decide months ahead of time, the best I can. Right. It's not always realistic, but I think now as I've started to like conceptualize in that way, where it's like, all right, let me make these decisions ahead of time. Let me structure structure that decision making. Now, like whereas that was a lot of what fatigued me, even like as as like a month ago, right? Like it's something I was really dealing with and something I had to like really pay attention to. But now that I feel like I've started to create those structures and that feels good and solid to me, now it's like, all right, what direction am I going in? You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting how, um, and I, I think that community definitely brought me to this place. Um, and, and, and I think we, like you said, like you're, you're this at this, this season of, of this podcast has a theme. Um, so I'm just interested in seeing what the different themes are that come up going forward for me. Like, yeah, obviously I hope community is a big part of it. Um, and, and some of these through lines will be present, but it's the direction that is 
and and now now I'm just asking for entrepreneurial therapy from y'all. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, you know, what I'm saying? I went from sharing my story to like, man, I'm struggling, man. How could y'all help, man? I know y'all are. <laughs> nah, nah, but really, I, that that's just that that's where I'm at right now, and I, I don't know if that had anything to do with anything, but it's just like, oh, do I want to go? 100%. Like, what direction do I want to go in? You know. Well, it did um, on a couple of notes. One, because, you know, what we were going to talk to you a little bit about is, you know, the reason why we call this mentor by adversity is we want folks to glean, you know, um, learnings and just examples from other entrepreneurs and how they face adversity and overcome adversity. So we need to hear some of the struggles that come along with, you know, building. And we've all faced it before. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, bro, you spot on when you say like decision fatigue is a real thing. And like we don't. We're not cognizant of it. <clears throat> We're not cognizant of it by any stretch of the imagination in the moment. But then like once you get through, you know, maybe that extended period of like making a bunch of decisions or having to process a bunch of information, like you feel the weight of that. You feel like like, bro, like, I, you know, I just got out the CrossFit gym or I just went, you know, 12 rounds. Like, why do I like physically it, you even feel it and it manifests itself. Right. Um, you know, I was sharing a little bit with um, Jimmy over these past couple of days off mic. Um, you know, we've been blessed enough to be going through the process. I um, have completed the process of, um, you know, uh, securing a property, excuse me, securing a property um, further up back in Orlando. So we're going to be relocating back from South Florida. Cause the pandemic bought us down here. So we're going to be back, you know, around our family and stuff like that. Um, and you know, this is a, this has been a major goal for, for me personally, for our family personally. Cause you know, I, you know, I asked my, you know, I asked my missus, I asked the kids to trust me, you know, on this, this two year journey. And, um, it feels good to, again, continue to be a man of my word and make that those things come to reality. But, just leading up to it over these past three months, man, the multitude of decisions I've had to make around this, around our business, around some of our consulting clients, like you just feel it. Like literally maybe like three, four days ago, man, like I, I literally, bro, I shut the door to the office. I just got on my knees, bro. I like literally rested my head on, on the bed and I just like, I prayed and I was just like, you know, just please like, just give me a strength. Cause like, I'm just feeling it. Right. So I, I think there's a lot of power obviously, um, in our entrepreneurs hearing that, but on the, um, to kind of advance it, going back to the SEMA community, there's also a space for community to help serve carrying some of that burden, and that workload. You know what I mean? Like you talked about how you envisioned the brand going into this trust and then how collectively, mm. you know, everybody that's a part of that trust being able to have a say and kind of help formulate well, what is kind of the next goal associated with the brand or what you're building, right? Like that in itself is a way to help alleviate some of that decision fatigue because now it's not just sitting on your shoulder as the entrepreneur. You're not carrying the burden of this generation and future generations, right? We're all vested in this and it's that circle of trust, right? That circle of trust of people who are really vested in this bigger, bigger mission, bigger vision, this community that has coalesced around this vision that is now contributing to that. And obviously you got to be discerning as an entrepreneur who you bring into that. Right. But that's, what's helped Jimmy and I, I out um, tremendously over these past couple of years too. Um, Cause you know, we both have had our own, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors, dolo, right. Supporting each other from the sidelines, but just like doing our own solo thing. So when we had the opportunity over these past, you know, two years going on three years to build something together, 
we got to experience firsthand the just the power of the kind of that multiplied perspective and that additional hands in the pot of, you know, dividing and conquering, you know, some of these things. And there's been times where, you know, um, you know, I'm carrying 75. He's carrying 25. There's been times like here recently where Jimmy's been carrying 75. I've been carrying 25 and the progress isn't slowed. Right. And neither of us is getting that burnout of decision fatigue because we're collectively doing this together as, as a group, as a community. You know what I mean? So I think there's a tremendous amount of value in you tying those two things together. Right. Talking about the season of community and then just also talking about like kind of the season of what you're going through and how you've been feeling, um, because it's important for our entrepreneurs out there to hear for sure. Yeah. So that that in itself, you know, can be adversity that we've all gone through. Uh, I'm curious, you know, what what has if you want to give us a specific example or story that you have, definitely we'd love to hear that within that example and that story. What has adversity taught you about entrepreneurship that you you still carry with you to this day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest well, two things. Right. The first thing that comes to my mind, just general thought is as entrepreneurs, we are at the beginning stages, we always have more either things to do than we have time or we have more things to do than we have money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> do I want to spend the time to do it myself? Do I have the money to outsource? Do I build it in-house? Do I, you know what I'm saying? Like all, all those things are like definitely things that, that uh, I would say like are the, the things that come to mind when you just talk about adversity. Um, but like more specifically, like story wise, I think that the biggest, the biggest hurdle was similar to the bonds is just like making a decision with my wife that I wasn't going back to work. You know what I'm saying? And that probably happened mm-hmm. mid, like, you know, I, I don't know how long unemployment lasted for maybe a year or something. You know what I'm saying? But we're going on, <laughs> we're going on two and a half years right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to, 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 to really make that decision and 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 swallow the hardship of not having a for sure income or you know what I'm saying or at least like a, a predictable income was kind of one of the hardest things that I think that me and my wife had to make a decision around and like by the grace of God like all of my needs have needs have been provided for since then you know what I'm saying not saying it's been perfect the whole time but I was just thinking about it the other day like man I'm really blessed like Diff, like the platform that I've created for myself, right, and for my brand has allowed other people to trust and trust me with the platforms that they created and the things that they have going on, um, and the things that I can add value to. So, like for me, that was that was the biggest adversity was that initial hump of like, look, I don't know what. I know I could go. I know I got 60 days in me. You know what I'm saying? Talking to wifey. I know I got 60 days in me to where we cool. After that, I really, I'm really not sure, but I know that this is a decision I have to make. So give me 60 days. All right. Give me now. Okay. We cool. Give me 90 days. You know what I'm saying? Let me. And now it's to the point where I just don't, not to say it's not an option, but I just don't see myself going back. And to me, that's, that, that's like phase one on a personal level, right? Because what we do in the world, the business that we do in the world affects our home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think like, 100%, this is yeah. a place where like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, I feel like I've created a level of stability within my home that I'm proud of. Um, you know what I'm saying? Through strictly 
the grit, you know what I'm saying? Through a hundred percent, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, you know, grinding and building what I'm building. So I think that has, that was the biggest adversity. And so far it's been my biggest victory um, just to get to this phase of entrepreneurship. And I think now is the time where once the home is secured, like you, you got to do whatever you got to do to make sure the home is secure. Once the home is secure, now you can start making better, clearer decisions to scale. You know what I'm saying? So I think, that's like the phase that I'm at now, and it's it's a beautiful place to be. Brilliant, brilliant, bro. No, that's a nugget. There's some nuggets in there, bro, about taking care of your home. About again, once the home is taken care of, you can start making clear decisions around um how to scale. Like there's some bar, the bars and a half in there for for real, for real, man. I appreciate you sharing that. But just even as well, you know, the the point of sitting down with the wifey and having those conversations and making those decisions together and knowing how important that is, like that could be a whole nother conversation in itself. Because um, I think about, you know, myself and my personal situation, there was a time where I left corporate America. We had we had started a chapter of a, a fitness ministry in a gym uh, and we were getting to that point where you know, we were going to, to get a space and have our own gym. And I knew like now is the time, uh, that, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like the Lord is leading me to, to leave corporate America. Devon and I were working together. Um, mm-hmm. he had, he had went to a different, uh, different business line at that time, but, um, but the conversations that, that we had, you know, and, and obviously there was a lot of prayer, a lot of faith involved uh, for us, but those conversations are, are critical, man. Um, and mm-hmm. that's your partner in life. And maybe they're not, maybe they are, maybe they're not a, a direct partner in the business, but they still have a large part to play uh, in, in what you're doing. Because uh, you said it, and it, it, it reminded me uh, a call back to, Alan C. Paul was another gentleman that we had uh, on our, our mentor by adversity. And he was just making the same point too. Like if you're not good in the home and if you're, if you're, if your personal, your family life is not right, like your business is not going to be right. Can't be. So, yeah. So those things have to be on point. It doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but like they have to be on point and there has to be a deep level of understanding and trust so that you can do what you feel you're called to do. And, and um, I do think that that there's a huge appreciation from from the woman, from our wives, when they see maybe I don't have it all figured out or it's not all clarity 100%, but I know that I have this passion. I know I have this purpose that's driving me, and these are things that I need to do. Um, so, yeah, man, so I just appreciate you making that point because, again, I think those those conversations yeah, between a husband and wife man, are just so critical between partners, between spouses when, when you're thinking about making those decisions. Yeah. The other thing I would say real quick, too, I think he's touching on that a lot of us deal with as entrepreneurs is sometimes the the first person you got to prove to that you can do this is yourself. Yeah. Right. And like and what he was saying about, like, I know I got 60 days in me, like, just give me 60 days. And, and, all right. Boom. I proved that to myself. I got through 60 days. All right. I know I got 90 days. Let me get enough. And then once you string enough of those together. With each milestone, it's just validation, affirmation that bro, you built for this. And now to go from, I think I have 60 days to now, um, I don't see myself going back. You know what I mean? Like, n- not that it won't ever be an option if it really came down to that. Cause again, to your point, you're going to take care of your family first. Mm-hmm. You're going to take care of your household first, but there's, it's not going to be the first option on the list. It's going to be, you know, 17, 18, cause you can think of, 
you know, again, 16 other things that you can do as an entrepreneur based off the platform you've built, based off the skill sets you've developed, based off of just the mindset, the relationships that can help you get to where you got to go, man. So, yeah, like I also just, you know, that stuck out to me. Something I appreciate is like sometimes you got to prove it to yourself. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I just again, I just appreciate the, 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 the transparency, bro. It's real. It's real, real, real. Yeah. Facts. Appreciate it. Bro. Um, it's, it's no other way. But to be as honest yeah. as we can, wherever we show up at. In, in this day and age, man, that, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for transparency. They're looking for honesty, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be in this space, um, trying to be something else than authentically you. Like people see through that, man. They don't want none. They don't want a part of that. They want to be a part of something that uh, is, is authentic, is transparent, is true to the heart, true to the spirit. Uh, and when you do that, you, you just, you, you, you attract those people, right? Um, I, I, <laughs> I kind of messed up on my tweet the other day. <laughs> um, but I put, you know, I had heard this from somebody else and, and I just, it, it really stuck with me. Your vibe attracts, not attacks, your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and obviously there's something about you and your vibe and what you've put, you've been putting out there that uh, has mm-hmm. allowed you to, to build this community, the people that you already knew that I'm sure you were having conversations with, they're like, oh yeah, I, I see this. I can, I can see you doing this. I can see us helping in some kind of way. Even when I look at the website, you know, when I go to, to the website and I look at that, that picture on finance-friday.com, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the family. Like there's multiple Multiple people, you know, in this picture when you go to the website. Uh, so, again, it just continues to to make that point of family, of community, and, like, we're all in this together. You know what I mean? So, um, definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate that. Um, last, last question I, I got for you, we got for you, is what is a word or some words of advice that you would like to share with our uh, uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, any aspiring entrepreneurs that are looking to to start uh, to you know possibly build a business of their own. Yeah, I, I think it's the first word, man. The uncompromising part, like I, I think that's a key to you know being being the type of people that we want to be. First off, right, we have to be uncompromising and we have to stand in our um, in our values. And if if and when we don't do that, we suffer for it. Whether it's you know what I'm saying? In small ways or big ways, whether it's, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's an integrity thing and, you know, it, it, it affects us personally. And sometimes it's um, outward facing, like other people can see like, oh, yeah, they're slipping. They're not really being true to who they are, or what they what they believe. Right. And to me, I think that's that's the most um from this conversation. That's the biggest thing that I'm I'm walking away with is like, well, I really have to be or I really have been and have to continue to be uncompromising to the brand that I've built. Um, and that doesn't mean not to pivot. That doesn't mean not to change or to grow, you know, in, in a number of different ways or directions. Right. But it's just that whatever, whoever, you, whatever, whoever you say you are, you have to be that, you know what I'm saying? And if you change, that's okay. You just got to talk to you. You know, you got to talk to your community or talk to yourself, talk to your people and let them know this is what we're on right now. But you have to be, um, it's just a matter of, of of having integrity and being who you say you are, um, and really like you know living and dying with that from a from a, from a brand perspective and, and and more importantly from a personal perspective. 
Yeah, man, it's it's so important to to have a good understanding of who you are and who you want to be, right? And mm-hmm. like you said, making those mm-hmm. decisions that I'm going to be uncompromising in who I want to be and truly be that person. Um, th- there's another concept that, that I was reminded of recently is um, be, do, have. If you're solid in who you want to be, then you start be uncompromising in the actions that you need to do in order to be that person. And as you do those things on a consistent basis, uncompromisingly, you're going to have the things that you're trying to have that you're going to be blessed with to have. Because when you look back, oh, I, I am that person. Right. So be, do, have. If you be the person that you that you want to be, start doing those things and that will allow an open door so you can have those things that that type of person would typically have and be blessed with because they were uncompromising in who they are and the things that they needed to do and able to open doors for themselves and for other people as as you have been doing for what seems like a lifetime. So uh, I appreciate, man, just your heart. Uh, the, your your personality, your vibe, you know who you are, mm-hmm. and just the the selflessness that you have seen in your life, and how you just continue to share that with other folks, man. So, um, so let let our let our people. I mean, I, I dropped a little bit, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, where can our folks find you uh, online within social media so they can learn more about you and what you have going on? Yeah. So you, the the best place currently to keep up with me is on Instagram. Um, my IG is AntWalker33. Um, my Twitter is the same thing, Ant Walker three three A N T Walker three three. The best place to support me, if you've heard enough and you love what I'm talking about, and you love, you know what I'm saying, would love to see the products that um, are, are basically an overflow of these principles. You could um, get some merch at finance-friday.com. You could check out uh, our children's book, B is for Black Wealth, at B is for Black Um yeah, man, those are the couple ways that you can tap in and support. You know, my business model is to give give as much as I can for free. And based on what you all receive, you support me on the back end. It hasn't failed me yet. And, I, I you know, I think we just picking up steam right now. So I think it's going get, to get even greater later. So go ahead and tap in and be a part of what I got going on in those ways. Even greater later. Yeah, no, I love that. Love is currency, bro. So I appreciate you um, sharing uh just all of these nuggets and sharing love with uh, with our uncompromising family out there. Um, we're going to put all of those different links in the show notes. Check it out. Again, support the family. Um, that's what we do, y'all. That's what we do. Continue to support what we have going on, especially these projects, man, that are, are also geared for the children and that next generation that are teaching about uh, financial literacy, literacy, entrepreneurial, and business concepts. Uh, again, I think about um, the, the book that, uh, that Linda just dropped recently too and just mindset and things that you that you know we would hope right that our youth um would learn to allow them to be just a better version of themselves and truly be what god intended it for them to be so um put the links in the show notes check that out thank you to our uncompromising family again make sure that you like this episode share this you know you know that you know people that need to hear, hear this uh, word. yeah, to hear this word and hear everything that Anthony shared with us today. Um, 
we talked about being selfless and about sharing with the community. So share this episode with your community. Share the video if you're watching on the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the audio, to the podcast, make sure you share that as well. Uh, like, subscribe, do all of those things uh, to share some love with us uh, and show some appreciation. But more importantly, again, leave us a comment. We love to hear you know what resonated with you the most uh, from Anthony's story. Uh, let us know again what really stuck out to you and we'd love to to hear about that if you have any questions again you can always uh, do that in any of the uh, whether it's social media or the podcast or youtube if you want to shoot us an email info at uncompromisingcoaches.com um, mm-hmm. let us know if you have questions we'd love to answer those for you look real we, quick for you know, I was going to say before we close this thing out, it looks like Ant got a, a word for us to part on. Oh, yeah. I just felt like we'll be remiss not to share with the people the way that we connected, man. And just, oh, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At, for sure. At, at, least, at least give a quick shout out to, to the Onaji family. Um, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> Squad yeah, up. Yeah, we're, yes. we're, all NF, we're all NFT and Web3 enthusiasts. Um, that's something that we didn't touch on a lot in this episode. We do, you know, because we do business in the more traditional sense. And sometimes those conversations kind of take the forefront stuff we've been doing for longer and we feel like we have more expertise in. But um, we all are Web3 enthusiasts. We all, you know, hold a, a couple similar NFT projects. Um, and that's really the world that we kind of ran into each other in. And we took those that relationship over here to this side. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just shout out to the Web3 community, man. It's important that, yeah, you man. know, it's important that whatever your vertical, whatever your business is, whatever you have going on, that you educate yourself on what's next. And what's next truly is um, Web3, like it's the next version of the Internet, in my opinion. Um, and, and, and that in that version of the Internet, there's going to be a lot more opportunities for ownership. There's going to be a lot more opportunities to cut out middlemen and to share value between creators and consumers. Um, at the same time. So make sure that you're at the very least keeping an eye over there, thinking on what's being built over there and trying to figure out how whatever it is you're doing in real life. Just like 10 years ago, you should you should probably be thinking about or however many years ago, you should probably be thinking about how can I take my brick and mortar mortar business online also. Right now, it's the same situation. Um, bigger opportunity to, to be thinking, okay, brick and mortar is one thing. Online is another thing. Uh, the, 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 the added layer is Web3. How could I take my business or my businesses to Web3 and capitalize on what's going on over there? So that's that's all I got. I'm, I'm, I'm done. No, no, I appreciate it, man. So you, you're right to call out. Shout out, Onaji fan. We've been talking about them as we've been doing a series on uh, NFTs and literally just educating our audience, educating folks like, that we've established a lot of trust and credibility with, like, you know, uh, WTF is an NFT and, you know, uh, want to see my JPEG and just kind of talking about the importance of utility, community, um, this technology as an entrepreneur, as a creator, as a business owner, like how do you, again, to your point, start thinking about how do I bring my business to that space? Because that is, to your point, again, the 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 next version of the Internet. Um, and so it sounds like, Jimmy, we, we got a third mic for a continuation of our NFT series that we've been breaking down. We'll bring Ant back and then we'll get to, you know, talk a little bit about what we see in that space specifically and his perspective there. Um, I think that, you know, we'll have a whole heap uh, to offer our, our listeners as we can continue to educate them on 
unlocking the power of Web3, NFTs, crypto, DeFi, the whole nine. So, uh, yeah, we, de- we definitely going to continue that conversation. But, yeah, one time for the Onaji fam that made this possible. Right. Um, we talked again in a previous episode, like, you know, the utility that, um, you know, creates the most value in these projects is community. You seeing it, you're hearing it like right here in front of you. Um, again, we met in a discord, um, and you know, that translated to a phone call, which translated to, uh, ex- literally exchanging opportunities, exchanging information, exchanging ideas, exchanging feedback, exchanging support. And then now, um, hopping on the podcast and hearing, uh, uh brother Ant's uh, story, um, on what he's been able to build. So again, this is the most, the most important utility you can, uh, you can find in web three is community. And in, in that vein, I do want to shout out my little brother. Me and him actually have an NFT project called all falls down. Um, my little bro is a dope 2D artist, and really, he's like a all-around artist. He does everything, like since he raps, dances, uh, you know, what I'm saying draws. He does 3D sculptures. Like he, he just like a yeah, he's just like a crazy talented individual. Um, but we, but basically, um, the way that we see, we're building, we're building, uh, you know, what I'm saying, a, a vertical around him first. That's I would say the first NFT Web three vertical we're building. Um, just because I think he's such a talented artist, and you know we've had a lot of success so far, and we're looking for some more. So if y'all are interested in NFTs, even if you're not, go check out the art. You go to OpenSea and just type in all falls down dot eth, um, all falls down dot eth, and check us out. I'll include. We'll make sure we include that link in the show notes as well, so mm-hmm. people can get to the NFT collection and uh, just kind of see what you're building in that space as well. And then we definitely gonna have you back. Uh, as a third mic, um, as we talk some more about these NFT concepts and Web3 and the future of that for entrepreneurs um, as we round out the series that Jimmy and I have been building. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate you, brothers. Now, y'all said it all. That's why I was cheesing kind of from ear to ear because we're on the same page. So um, I was loving everything that you were saying. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to continue this conversation. And of course, Devon, it came out of his mouth. So um, there you have it. For our uncompromising family out there, um, this brings us to the end of this particular episode. Again, this is our uh, second installment of our NBA series for season four. Uh, continue to be on the lookout. We are going to uh, continue down this path of NFTs and breaking down more information to you about that. Uh, if you are interested, and you should be. Again, even if you're just on a peripheral learning as much as you can, because uh, it really is going to be uh, the future in so many different ways. And this is an opportunity as entrepreneurs to to start really figuring out how we're going to 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 not just play, but really uh, have a presence in that space uh, for all the reasons that, that Anthony mentioned, for all the reasons we've been talking about. So we'll continue to, to um, dive into that a little bit deeper along the way. So be on the lookout for that. Um, much, much, much more to come on this season four that we probably won't have to retitle um, to, to something else. But uh, again, thank you for riding with us. We appreciate y'all so much. As always, y'all, God bless. Stay encouraged. Peace, peace. Thank you. <laughs>